name of Jesus. Man, I love that song. Just love the words, the way it's put together. It's got great ministry to that song. You know, it's not enough to just sing songs. They, they, they need to be a part of you when you sing them. That's why, that's why we don't sing any songs around here that have any unbelief or just... You, you can sing songs that kind of sound good, but the wording is not good. If, it's not, if you're not singing faith, you won't live by faith. If you're not meditating on faith, you won't live by faith. Amen? You have, you have to be connected to God and His Word through any and everything that you do. Mm. So tonight, <clears throat> we're in our series on true authority. And that song was just perfect for what I'm going to share tonight, <clears throat> but my subtitle to this title, to our series title, my subtitle is just simply the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the authority that's in the name of Jesus, and um, it's amazing to me at times how that the Word of God is, is literally, it, it's more than amazing. To say that the Word of God is amazing doesn't do it justice. Um, it's actually, it, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes even to put into words what the Word of God is. You know, when, you know, if, if, Joey and I are talking, we're communicating and exchanging words, and without words, there's no communication. And, and, and this is the Word of God, it's, it's God's words, but it's so much more than that. And the, the Bible, it, you know, I just, it, it seems like at this point in my life that I can't get enough study of the Word. It's like I just can't get enough. You know, a lot of other things that maybe were more priority to me in days past, they're just not because I need my time to study and meditate the Word because of how valuable that it is. Without it, we're act, we absolutely are nothing. We can say we're Christians, but if the Word of God isn't operating and ruling in our life, then we might have a title as a Christian, but Christian means Christ-like. It means like being like Christ, by, like Jesus Christ. Without the Word of God, there is no likeness of God in us. And that there's a specific reason, and we're going to look at that tonight. So I'm going to just lead you on a journey through some scriptures. I know we've never done that before, but... <clears throat> Mark 16, starting with verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will, will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. And he said, In my name. Tonight we're talking about the name of Jesus. We're talking about the authority of the name of Jesus, but literally, I, I, want, I want to look at the origin of the name, where his name came from. 
And when we understand that, we're going to see that his name actually came from another name. And when we understand that the other name and his present name, Jesus, you can't separate the two. And when you think of those, we don't just think of somebody that died on a cross. We think of the other name, the name of Jesus. There's a, there's a name that the name Jesus originated from, and we're looking at that tonight. But he said, in my name, you'll cast out demons, you'll speak with new tongues, you'll take up serpents, you drink any deadly, any, anything deadly, it will, not, it will by no means hurt them or you. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. In the name of Jesus, we have authority to do all of that and so much more. And the Bible's clear about what the name of Jesus and the authority that goes with that name is here to accomplish. But he said, but he said in my name, you'll do these things. In my name. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they're safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they're safe. Who are the righteous? Me. You. Us. You're born again? You're the righteous. You're not born again? You were created to be righteous and all you have to do is receive it. All of humanity was created righteous. All of humanity. Whether we receive it or not is up to us. But he said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and they are safe. <clears throat> as, I was, as I said this to you earlier, we've been delivered from the authority of darkness but in the world, there is the God, quote, of darkness that rules the world, the Bible says. It says he rules the system that's out there. If, if there are no people involved in the system that he's in control of, then that system is dead. The only reason that the devil is called the God of the system is because there are people operating contrary to God's system. If everybody's operating according to God's system, that system is dead because he's already been annihilated. All he has, I heard one person say this before, if, if, you, looked at, if you looked at the devil as a person, he would be like a paraplegic in a wheelchair could not move anything except his mouth. In a wheelchair, not able to move at all except his mouth. The only ability that he has is to convince you and I through lies, number one, that God can't and won't do what he said in his word. Number two, that he's still in authority. And, and, and the Bible even enforces that he's the God of the system. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 3 says, Even if our gospel, the word of God, is veiled, 
It's veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Who are we talking about tonight? Talking about the name of Jesus. We're talking about the name Jesus Christ. He, he, has, he, he is that name, but his name originated from another name. And when we understand that the name Jesus originated from another name, and we understand what that name is, and the Bible's real clear, then we can accomplish everything that he accomplished in the earth and everything now in this day and time that he says we can accomplish. We can accomplish it all. He said, the works you that I did, you'll do an even greater works because now I've gone to the Father. Now I'm possessing all of you if you'll allow me to. And you can do everything I did and even more. He said it. I didn't say that. I'm telling you what he said. But I, I, I really believe that we have to understand where his name came from. If we understand the origin of it and where Jesus came from and what the other name was, when we understand it, then we'll be able to use the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus is the power of attorney to the other name. There's another name that it originated from, and Jesus, the name Jesus, is the power of attorney to that name, and yet, and yet, the person Jesus originated from that place where that other name was. And he is the other name, but he's the name of Jesus, and we're to use the name, but when you think of what the other name is and how it empowers the name of Jesus, we can accomplish anything with the name of Jesus. We can accomplish anything. I'm telling you today, we can accomplish anything when we really, truly understand the origin of that name. Now follow with me in these next few verses. Hebrews 1 and verse 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spake in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son. What's his name? Jesus. Whom he has appointed heir of all things. How many things? Everything. He is heir of everything, through whom also he made the worlds, and being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. And that word power there is the word authority that we defined over the last few weeks. The word of his authority. When he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, 
having become so much better than the angels, and he has by inheritance. What? He has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. The name of Jesus was inherited. It came to the man Jesus, the name Jesus, because God said that's what the name was going to be. The angel told Mary and Joseph alike, this is what you're going to name your son. His name is Jesus. He inherited that from the Father. But it originated from another name. Look with me in the book of Revelation. Chapter 19 and verse 11. Man, I get chills when I think about this. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. You understand the book of Revelation is what John saw on the Isle of Patmos in the revelation and understanding that he got from God, and much of what he saw was heaven. And this is what John saw. Now I saw heaven open to behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called, everybody say called. Called. What? Faithful and true. Anybody ever seen the word faithful and the word true in the word of God? Yeah? You seen those two words? Now they're in heaven, and he's on a white horse, And they're calling him faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire and and on his head were many crowns. And, And he had a name written that no one knew except himself. Nobody knew the name except him. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Nobody knew that name except him. The one that sat down at the right hand of the Father was Jesus, but the name Jesus he inherited, and it came from the name the Word of God. So the Word of God and Jesus are synonymous. You can't separate them. In heaven, they saw Him and they said, they called Him faithful and true. I mean, I've heard a couple of people that had, that they left their physical bodies and found themselves in heaven and they talked about in heaven that there were all just these constant flashes and, 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 and they said, flash is, is weak in, in describing what it was like, but it was just constant light everywhere. Because in heaven, all that was talked about was God and His Word. All that's talked about is that, the Bible says, the entrance of His Word brings light and life. When we declare the Word of God, when we say something or we pray or declare something and we declare it in the name of Jesus, 
That's why what we say has to be the Word of God because there's no power in the name of Jesus if we don't have the understanding that it is the Word of God. You can't separate Jesus and the Word of God. They're one and the same. His name in heaven, they call Him the Word of God. John 1 says, the Word was made flesh and it dwelt among us. He became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word did. And he inherited the name Jesus because that's what the angel told Mary to name him. That wasn't his original name. He got that name for you and I. <laughs> he got that name for you and I. Now that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I mean, that's settled. There are no other gods on planet earth. There are no gods in the heavens. There are no other gods. There's one God, and it's our God. He's three in one. He's Father, Son, and the Word of God. I mean, he's, he's, he's Father, Holy Spirit, and the Word of God. That's who he is. And when we realize that the words that we study, the words that we process from His Word, the words that we make our own in life, that we make part of us, those words are light like there is light in heaven. And when there's darkness and there's things that are not right going on in the planet, the Word of God and the power and the strength of that word to change every situation on planet earth is beyond your and my natural thinking. That's why we have to believe it and we have to trust it. And that means when I know something from the word of God, when I know something from the word and I speak it and I declare it, then it has to be the way I say it is and I have to follow up with the right type of action. I can't say one thing and do something else and ever see results. It doesn't work that way. What I'm declaring on a daily basis is changing the way that I'm thinking. That's what the Word of God does. It changes the way that you think. And when you begin to change the way that you think, then you begin to change your desire for other things on the planet. And when what we do lines up with the Word of God, then in the name of Jesus, we can declare and command anything to happen. He said in, in Mark 16, we just read, in my name you'll do these things. We'll do those things when we realize that what we're doing in the name of Jesus has to come through the Word of God. I have to know how to apply the word to a given situation. I have to know how that when fear tries to grip me in, in any way, that fear has no place. And when I speak to the fear in the name of Jesus, I have to speak to the fear through the word of God. Because you can't separate the name of Jesus and the word of God. You can't separate the two. When I speak to fear, it has to be the word. What I've learned is 
that the more I develop my life around the Word and I develop a daily routine with the Word, it causes my spirit man to be so sensitive in the moment when I need light to destroy darkness. When I need the light to destroy a specific thing, it's going to come from what's already in me. If there's nothing in me, no word in, no word going in, everything else going in, everybody else's ideas, all the problems in the world, all the issues in the world, every, you know, all the movies and the shows and all those kind of things, if that's all I've got coming in, God has nothing to work with. That's why I have to have the word. I tell you, I mean, that's why you and I are living in the greatest time the history of the world has ever known to be alive if we understand the name of Jesus and his original name, the Word of God. When we understand that, we can do anything. There's not anything that we can't do. Back in that Hebrews passage, notice what it said. He's appointed him heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, and being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and he's upholding all things by the word of his authority. Remember when Jesus was on the earth? He never said a thing that the Father wouldn't say. Notice how many times in different ways that he said that? I only do those things that I hear from my Father. I only say those things that I hear from my Father. What, was, what he had to do is he had to leave the, the riches of heaven, the glory of heaven, to come to the poverty of this earth to be made like you and I to, and deal with what we had to deal with. And all along... He had to learn the Word of God, and and he learned along the way, I only do and say what I hear from my Father. Think about it. Only do and say what he heard from the Father, and everything he did worked. And at the end of his life, he said, the devil's got nothing in me. He's got nothing on me. He's got nothing in me because I've given him nothing because all I've done for 33 years is what Father told me to do. I've only done the Word of God. I've only said the Word of God. I've only spoken the Word of God. I've not done anything else. I don't know about you, but to me, that's, that's a huge challenge that I want fresh on me every single day. Not condemnation, not, oh, you know, I haven't done it right. No, I, I've done a lot of things not right in days past. Old things are passed away. Everything's brand new. I'm empowered today. I know the name of Jesus. I know the Word of God, and it's going to get stronger and better every day. How about you? Amen? Why should we go backwards when we've got everything before us? Everything. We should be human magnets. People just, it's the way we should be. The Word makes us that way. Creates us to be human magnets. People have issues and problems, they come to you. Where do you lead them? Not to you, to the Word. 
You lead them to the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit can show them and reveal to them how they can get liberated and free. I'm just literally, I mean, I, I, I'm so excited about what God is doing in the earth. I'm so excited what he's doing in the earth. And you know how he's doing it through the earth, in the earth? Through me. And if you don't see it that way, you've got to see it that way. God's moving in the earth. Uh, yeah, yeah, but look what he's doing over there. Look, look what's happening over here. And look at this situation over here. And look over here. Yeah, but let me tell you about all the things he's doing through me. And if you don't see that if, God, if anything's going to get done in the earth, it's going to get done through you. If you don't see it that way, you've got to see it that way. And if all of us see it that way, then we're going to get some things done here. How? Through the name and the word. I mean, it's an amazing time. I mean, you know, one day I had, this a long time ago, but I was preaching something positive, you know, and uh, after service out in the 40th, I don't even think it was in this building, it was somewhere, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but I just remember <laughs> this person telling me, you know, so, so what you're saying is if I... If I do things the way you do, then I'm not going to have any problems. Where did you hear that? No, no, I'm talking about becoming empowered to overcome the problems. Because more stuff you overcome, more stuff's going to come after you. Remember? The paraplegic in the wheelchair, all he's got is his mouth, and it's working overtime. It never shuts up. Constant. Huh? Like those little Pac-Man guys. Hmm? I mean, he's constant. Going after people constantly, constant. And yet we have the name of Jesus, we have the Word of God, we have the Spirit of God. We cannot lose. His name, <laughs> I, I didn't, I, it didn't dawn on me what was really being said there until a while back. Nobody knew his name except him. Nobody up there realized, wait a minute, this is, this is, uh, remember, remember the word that used to do this and that and other, that, 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 that was the word and he, he became Jesus, and he only knew his name. Only, only that name. Jesus Christ's real name is the Word of God. Hmm? My real name is Herbert Wright Wimberly III, and they call me Bert. Jesus Christ's real name was the Word of God, Magnifica. <laughs> and they call him Jesus. Jesus. They call him Jesus. When I understand that, and I realize how vital it is that the Word of God is a part of me, then I don't allow other ideas, even other governments, 
because you realize the kingdom of God is a government. You don't let other governments, other ways of thinking affect how you live your life. Because each of us, we live in the world, but every day we're framing our world. Amen? By the word of God, you frame your world. See, the world can live in fear, but you don't have to live in fear in your world. But the only way is to know that name that was given to us and where it originated from. He inherited that name. But his name is the Word of God. And when I have the Word of God at my disposal, which I do and you do, there's not anything we can't do and accomplish. Not anything. Not not anything you can't overcome. I don't care what it is. Yeah, well, but, you know, I got this ailment and, you know, I'll just kind of tolerate it and live with it. You don't have to. You don't have to. But... But if you, if you live your life underestimating the power of the spoken word, you won't realize what can be accomplished. We can do things in the natural. Thank God for the natural, what we can do to help ourselves, our bodies, and those kind of things. Thank God for that. But if you underestimate the power of the spoken word, then what you're doing is you're hindering your ability to live a long and a strong and a fulfilled life because you were created... It was, it, it's already set up in your DNA, in, in, in your whole body chemistry, you were created to embrace the Word of God, to have the Word of God revealed in you, to be a doer of that Word, and allow the Word and the ideas of God and His government to control everything that you do. And everybody sitting in here has had to have their minds renewed, and you continually have to have them renewed because you have an information highway out there trying to convince you that these things are not so. And you know, some of the things that I'm saying to you right now. I mean, I've sat and listened to preaching for over 44 years, and there's been times I've listened to preaching and I'm saying, yeah, 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 but not anymore. I got rid of those butts. Kick them butts out. Amen? If I hear something preached and I don't totally agree with it, I'll receive it and I'll ask the Holy Spirit to show me whether it's right or not. I'll go to the Word myself and I'll decide whether it's right. If something just doesn't hit me just right. But I'm not throwing it out because the fact that I don't understand something doesn't mean I know everything. Or you or anybody else. We have to be open to that. Can you say amen? Philippians 2 and verse 9. Therefore, God highly, God also has highly exalted him. Who? Jesus. The Father has highly exalted Jesus. Who? The Word of God. And given him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and on the earth and those under the earth. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Anything with a name. And most of the time, when we think of anything with a name, we think, you know, when you see this or you hear this verse of Scripture, you think of anything negative, anything bad. 
like some disease in your body, anything, just, anything that goes, that, that, that's wrong or bad, but it's anything with a name. The name of Jesus is above every name that is named. Not only in this world, but in the one to come, the name of Jesus. And what is his real name? It's the Word of God. So, if, if, I'm, if I'm asking you about... Um, if I'm asking you about a car, and let's say I was going to go buy a car. Let's say I was going to go buy a Ford pickup, okay? And I was going down to the dealership to buy a Ford pickup. And Dale asks me, you know, what are you going to buy? If I just stood there and looked at him and said, well, you know. No, 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 I mean, what's the name? Well, you, you know. No, I don't know. What is it that you're going to buy? Well, you know. And if I never said, then he's probably, I mean, he, he might go down the list of all the cars that are made and figure it out after a while. But the name of Jesus has to be spoken through the word. For the name of Jesus to have any effect, it has to be spoken through the word. No other way. You can talk the name of Jesus. You can, I mean, people have all kinds of religious and, and emotional attachments to things that represent Jesus, but if you don't realize that that was a name that he inherited, that was a name that was given to him by the Father, but his original name was the Word, and you separate the two. But we have the Word of God, that's the Bible. Then we have Jesus, he's the Savior, he's the one on the cross. You separate the two, you have no power. I mean, you have good thoughts. Thank God that he's the Savior, all those things. You understand, I'm not taking away from him being either of those. I'm saying you have to see him, thank God that he was on the cross, but you have to see him off the cross. And now you have to see him every day. He wants us to see him off the cross, raised from the dead. He wants us to see him at the right hand of the Father. And now he wants us to see him operating through us through this. You can't separate the two. I can't just have some good thoughts and ideas about what Jesus did. Yeah, you want to have good thoughts and ideas about what he did, but it can't stop there. If it stops there, we die. You stop, you die. You continue, you live in, in life and health. Why? Because the entrance of his word brings the light that destroys the darkness in a manifested way. He's already destroyed all darkness. And yet, 
There are things that appear to be stronger than the light, darkness, and things that go on in this world system because he's the God of the system until this whole thing's over. He's kicked in the pit, the top's put on, and he's done forever. Thank God for that day. But you know what? We can live now like it's already done. Paying no attention. Did Jesus do that? Absolutely he did. He lived that way. He operated that way. And he, he administered everything that he administered to other people through what Father said to do. Not listening, looking at, not being moved. Not, he, he was in total control of himself. He, I mean, and, and that man had opportunity to be moved by what he saw and how he felt and how he was treated. Not one time. And, you know, some of us, somebody can just look at you the wrong way. I mean, you're, you're just, I mean, you're, you're done. Who do they think they are? What did they just do? What we think we can do, say, and how we can treat other people and do people that, a wrong way that have been created in the image of God. Listen, people are going to do whatever they want. You're going to do whatever you want. You know what I want to do? I want to do only what he approves. That's what Jesus did. Everything worked out. I'm getting to the place in my life. I'm just doing what he approves. You say you're getting there? Yeah, because nobody's arrived and nobody will ever arrive. You will always continue to work on it, but we don't have to work on the same things over and over again. We can get past something and get to the next level. He was in absolute control of everything to empower me through his spirit and his word in the name of Jesus to be able to be in control of every other thing in my life. I don't have to do it. Listen, if you're allowing other people to affect the way you make decisions in life, you're going to be moved always. And I know that's hard. That's tough for people to, yeah, but you don't, you don't know what, no, but God does. And your problem is you're moved by what other people do and you're not listening to the Holy Ghost because you can't hear him when you're so mad you could just pull your cheeks off. You can't hear. You can't hear. And we have to get over those things. There are a lot of hurts. And it takes time to get over it. But I'm just telling you, if you're still mad at somebody in high school 25 years ago? Okay. Let's get over it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, there's time. There's a, there's a periods of time. You've got to work through stuff. It takes time. Sometimes you just have to alienate yourself from other people and what they're doing and how, how they're acting or how they treat you or whatever it is. But, man, we have to get over it. And the only way, I've said it Sunday, only one way, to know how much God loves you. Man, when you know that and you're secure in that, but you'll never know how much he loves you when you don't know this, when this isn't a part of your life, when you can't draw from it when you need it in a difficult time, in a difficult situation. These are just... <clears throat> These are four scriptures 
four verses <clears throat> in two different chapters, all surrounding the same story found in Acts chapter 3 and 4. <clears throat> in Acts chapter 3, <clears throat> starting with verse 6, this was the story about the man who was lame from his mother's womb, who was at the gate beautiful. And Peter and John came to them, and, and in, in verse 6 of Acts 3 it says, Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What did Peter really believe in? He believed the words that Jesus preached to him for three and a half years. That's what he believed. He believed the word. He saw Jesus raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, do everything that Jesus did. He saw it over and over and over and over again. And he heard Jesus teach about where this really came from. And what Peter had was a revelation of the word. And so what he did is what Jesus did, and he did some amazing other things also. Verse 16, this is still about this same man. And his name, through faith in his name, because all the people are worth trying to worship Peter and John and going all about them, and he, he gives, this is what he comes back with. And his name, verse 16, through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Faith in what? In the name, which is faith in the Word. That's what Peter had. He had faith in the Word that Jesus spoke. Things I'm talking to you tonight as I'm reading Scripture is what Jesus spoke, what the Father spoke, what the Word of God spoke. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous, that's me, I run into that. <clears throat> How do I run into it? By running into this. I have to run into this. I have to be in this. And it's a safe place. Man. You know why? Because as I've been talking about for a while, in Luke 10, he's given us authority, and he said nothing would by any means hurt or harm you. It's a safe place. But you have to run into this. It's not just hearing a message about the name of Jesus and, well, I'll try that. No, there's no power in the name of Jesus when it's separated from the Word. Hear me on that. Meditate on that. I'm going to say it again. There's no power in the name of Jesus when it's separated from the Word. No power. Actually, it becomes like just another name. And I'm telling you, that name is not just any other name. It's the name above every name. It's the name above everything. It's the name with all power and authority. But it's attached to the original name, which is the Word of God. And then in Acts 4, I'll end with this. 
and verse 10. Still talking about the same guy. They're still upset. They've come. They, they, they arrested Peter and John. They threw him in jail. They're mad at him, saying all this kind of stuff. And it says in verse 10, <clears throat> it says, Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him, this man stands here before you whole. He was crippled from his mother's womb, and I'm telling you that this man is whole today. And listen to me, Peter didn't say this, but I'm saying this about Peter. That man was whole that day because Peter chose in all the resistance and everything that came against him, and even in the end when he totally denied Jesus, turned his back on him, he repented and came back and realized everything he taught us was the truth. Now, he's operating in that truth, and that man was whole because a human being chose to believe the Word of God, chose to believe in the name of Jesus and the Word of God, and not separating them, but having them together. And when they commanded that man to walk, he walked. He was made whole. They threw him in jail. <clears throat> this is said, and then in verse 18. So they called them and commanded them. Now, they don't know what to do with them because everybody's like, you know, that they're rioting the jail and the whole thing's going on that, you know, try, you know they, they don't want to keep these guys in jail because everybody's worshiping them. So they, the Sanhedrin, called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach <laughs> in the name of Jesus. You can teach, just don't use that name. You can tell them whatever you want, you know. You can say whatever you want to, but just don't use the name. And you know what's funny? We have record in the book of Acts where other people tried to take that name and use it. And the devils got on them. Why? Because the name was separated from the Word of God. The name of Jesus and the Word of God are one. And you and I have them. We have the Holy Spirit to reveal us that Word. And there's nothing we can't accomplish or overcome that we face on this earth. Can you say amen?